Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. I appreciate you a lot. You know, I really do. Uh, listen, if you're looking for sports lines, you're looking to lay down some cash, some cash money, and not be on your mama, whoever remembers that show, check out BUSR.com and use uh, slash Josh USN at the end of that. Listen, these lines are unbelievable right now. You can get a ton of plus money because of this pandemic, uh, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, however you want to look at that. But again, BUSR.com slash Josh USN. You get a sign-up bonus, and you get to check out these lines. You can bet on Bundesliga, Premier League. If you're a soccer fan, you can bet on Korean baseball, the whole nine yards, and horses. So again, BUSR.com slash Josh USN. And now, on to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the stream on a Friday night. It is a little bit later, and uh, I have a good reason. Um, trivia night, trivia night w- within my family is an absolute uh, slugfest, and I don't know if I'm supposed to be happy about this or, or upset about it, but we lost by one point today. You know, it's one of those things where, like, I want to be happy. We finished in second place, our, our highest finish yet. And uh, we, we lose by one. So I, I don't know. It, it's bittersweet, I guess. Um, but being a sponsor of Trivia Night, this podcast and the stream is is, uh, is a sponsor of Trivia Night. So if you're interested in joining Trivia, you don't have to be a part of the fam. We're not stra- we're not uh, we're not weird around here. Well, that's debatable. But uh, if you want to join Trivia Night, it's Friday nights at eight o'clock Eastern time. Reach out to me on Twitter at joshbusn, or uh, if you know me personally, just shoot me a text. And uh, we will get you hooked up into this uh, into this group. It's a blast. There's prizes. So again, if you're uh, if you're interested in being a part of trivia, let me know. But bring your brain because it's tough. Okay. Without uh, without further ado, let's get the show started. Welcome to the stream. Chicago sports are uh, an interesting conversation to have here in 2020, not only because of the pandemic that we're in, but uh, very different stages involved in Chicago sports franchises nowadays. You have the White Sox on the rise. The Cubs are in an odd position trying to figure out who's going to sign these contracts. The Blackhawks don't know if they're rebuilding. They don't know if they're ready to compete and the Bears their defense is ready but their offense not so much and the Bulls well the future is bright for the Bulls Arturis Karnishevis and Mark Eversley uh, they're going to try and take care of things um, open phone lines open phone line 815-714-9044 815-714-9044 you'll be on the stream uh, and you can give your thoughts. Before I get started, I have to, um, again, let you guys know that I appreciate you. So, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to get soft on you guys here, but anytime you tune into these streams, anytime you download these podcasts, I greatly appreciate it. And um, I, I hope that it comes across that way. I hope that um, you are you don't think you're just like a number to me. Um, I, I do my best to interact with you guys on Twitter 
and and because of the issue with the chat, I this is why I have the phone line. So if you're interested, again, 815-714-9044. The, the, the interesting question that I was begging a, a few people that were pretty close to me and um, a, a couple of the Chicago media members is which team of the four major sports is going to bring a title back to the city of Chicago? Because let's start 10, 15 years ago, 2005. The Chicago White Sox bring back a World Series, an absolute dominant performance in the playoffs. They went 11 and one, and uh, we were so. I mean, the parade. I was in seventh grade, and the parade was just uh, it was bonkers. Like, I didn't go, but every highlight that I saw and the, the people that I went or the people that I went to school with that had, uh, that had went were like it was nuts. It was amazing. So, and then you think 2006, the Bears were in the Super Bowl, lost to the Colts. And then 2010, 2013, and so on. The Blackhawks win Stanley Cubs 2015 and then 2016. The Cubs win a World Series. It's been great. Until 2017 on. Now we run into issues of, well, we don't know where we're going. We don't, we're not too sure about some of these teams. So what I'd like to do is for those of you who don't have a, a, a hand on the pulse of Chicago sports, I'm going to go ahead and go through quickly uh, the feel of Chicago sports by team, and I'll do my best to talk about the Cubs because I am a White Sox fan, um, but I, I try and stay in touch as much as possible. So let's start with uh, the team that I don't think you need to spend too much time on. Um, the Chicago Bulls. Now, being a Bulls fan in this city is really hard, and I don't know if you can necessarily predict the future of what Mark Eversley and Arturis Karnishevis is are going to do. But I can tell you that the feel around here is is okay. We have an opportunity for a fresh start with the the new front office. We have a chance. Uh, there are rumblings of. You know, specifically Jerry Reinsdorf has has come out and said that he would like Jim Boylan to have a chance to manage this team, uh, or I'm sorry, to, to coach this team, and I don't think anyone really agrees with it. I, I mean, I personally don't. I I don't know if you could convince me otherwise. Um, I think we saw enough from last year, regardless of the roster, regardless of of any of that. He's just not a good coach. And I, I don't say that too often about coaches because it's it's really tough to coach. Obviously, one at any level, but two in the in the professional uh, sports world, it's tough. But Jim Boylan, with his meaningless timeouts, with his great loss mentality, it's it gets old. And when you play in the NBA, like we're not here to protect everybody's feelings. We're here to win championships. And I just don't think he fits. He doesn't fit the city of Chicago. Of Chicago, easy for me to say. Um, so I, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Bulls. Are they going to try and develop from within, draft, um, and and develop those players and keep them long term? Are they going to try and make some free agent splashes? Uh, who knows? But I can tell you right now that the future is bright for the Bulls depending on what direction they go in, or I should say either direction that they go in, because 
there, there's a different feel. There's a different feel uh, here in the city of Chicago when you talk about the Chicago Bulls. And the hunger to win again, especially after the last dance, uh, is huge. So um, we'll see. Now, I'll move on to the team who plays in the same arena. The United Center would be the Chicago Blackhawks. This is an interesting conversation because if you if you ask if you took ten fans and you said what do you think about the Blackhawks, what should they do? You're probably going to have five fans that go just rebuild it, keep Taves and Kane and Keith, and just rebuild. It's over. Jeremy Colladin is uh, that's another conversation for another day. But they're regard they're going to say just rebuild. And then you're going to get the other five that say, we just need another guy. We need, we need to move some pieces around. We need to uh, solidify our goalie position because now with the pandemic, who knows what's going on with Corey Crawford. We need to just figure out that there's little things here and there that we need to get, get done, fill some voids, and we'll be right back at it. This team can compete. That's what people think. Um, I'm indifferent. I'm I'm trying I'm I'm gonna do my best to keep my my specific opinion out of this, but it's it's pretty split with the Blackhawks, uh. So I I don't necessarily think that um, everybody's like really upset. I think it's it, the Chicago Blackhawks are I would say second to the Cubs, the most beloved franchise in the city. People have rallied around this team uh, when John McDonough took over and started really. A magnificent marketing uh, effort to put this team back on the map. So when we go to the Chicago Bears, I think everybody's sick and tired of hearing about 1985. Okay, we get it, the Super Bowl shuffle, we understand. Modern day fans um, are dying. They're dying for a competitive football team. They're dying for not only a quarterback, but a competitive football team. And when you look at the roster that is that was put together in 2018, and you see that they were one kick away from going from moving on in the playoffs, the optimism in in Chicago in 2018, we thought we could run through a brick wall, and myself included. Now, everything tumbled in 2019 with Mitch Trubisky taking a giant step. The, the entire offense. We've we've gone through that before. The entire offense took a step back, but the defense, the defense is what gives us hope. And when you sit here and you look at the schedule predict predictions, and you see three and you know three and thirteen, and then you see things like mine, like twelve and four, and then you see nine and seven. I mean, it's all over the place. So it's tough to sit here and say yes. Everybody thinks this. There's a million different thoughts about the Bears. But I can tell you right now that the hunger for a championship is definitely there. And it's it's probably one of the more frustrating teams to watch because of the defense, because of how lethal it is. They're very close. So the frustration, uh, the frustration's real. Now we move on to the diamond. The Cubs and White Sox have sort of flip-flopped, in my opinion. Um the the Cubs, you know, 2015. I would say 2014 on. You could you could see, uh, you might be able to say 2013 as well. You you could kind of tell that things were starting to to ignite a little bit. Um, Theo Epstein came over 
and really gave the the Cubs as a franchise a new feel, gave them some optimism, and that's in my opinion sort of similar to uh, what Arturis Karnishevis and Mark Eversley are doing currently with the Bulls. So the the White Sox in you know thirteen four it's just absolutely irrelevant. I mean, White Sox fans, including myself, have been we we've been starving for a competitive team to say the least. And Rick Hahn, in my opinion, an amazing job. An absolutely amazing job. Now we now we have to finish it. That's the thing. And we'll get to that later. But we have to finish this. When you look at the Cubs side, now is how are we going to pay all these players? How are we going to pay Contreras? How are we going to pay Baez? Bryant, is he even going to be here? Rizzo wants to be a Cub for life. Kyle Schwarber, who knows? Kyle Hendricks. John Lester's at the end of his line. So it's an interesting thing. As a Cubs fan, you have to feel a little iffy. I don't know if the confidence is there like it was a couple years ago. There's a lot of question marks, not necessarily position-wise, but logistics. I mean, the money's got to come from somewhere, and with this pandemic, I just, I just don't know. Now, on the White Sox side, the hype is, the hype is there. Everybody was ready for the season. There were some people saying, look, if this team wins, I I was in the camp, if this team wins 85 games, I'm cool. It's it's amazing. That's an amazing jump. They won 72 last year. Or 70-something last year. And look, if you go 500, people would be happy. There were some people that were like, yeah, this team could win a World Series. Well, I don't know about that, but... Regardless, the positivity around the White Sox and uh, the excitement for the season was there. So now we move on. And again, if you want to uh, give your input, 815-714-9044, open phone line for you, and uh, you will be on the stream, 815-714-9044. Before I get into the, um, the topic of conversation today, which is who is going to bring back bring the, the title back, I have to let you know. Listen, I've been a part of a few different gambling sites, gambling platforms. I've been a part of the MyBookies. I've been a part of the uh, Bavadas. I've done it. I've won some, lost some, lost more. If you are looking for an easier platform to use, and I, I'm telling you this is easier because... That's the first thing I pay attention to is how easy is how easy is this to maneuver around? Does it glitch? Does it time out when you try and place a bet? This one doesn't do that. BUSR.com slash Josh USN. You sign up, you get a sign up bonus. And I, I mentioned this in a stream yesterday. And for those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, that's where the Tuesday, Thursday streams are um, at Josh BUSN. Kansas City to win the Super Bowl is plus 500. Baltimore is like plus five. I think it's either 500 or, or plus 510. And then obviously the, the odds skyrocket from there in your favor. Plus money is to be had. So busr.com slash joshusn to get that sign up bonus and uh, go make some money. If you want to bet on Bundesliga, Premier League, when they come back, the NHL 2014 playoff, all of those are available, even horse racing, entertainment, U.S. politics, all there. BUSR.com slash Josh USN. Okay, so when we talk franchise titles, 
The Blackhawks gave gave us more than we deserved. Three championships, I mean, an absolute dynasty. Just a wagon of a hockey team. And the Cubs were in a position, I feel like a lot of people thought so, the Cubs were in a position to try and do the same. 2016, that World Series, boy, was it a test. However, when they came back in that series, I think a lot of people were like, I don't see any reason why they can't come back in 2017 and do it again. And unfortunately, it didn't happen for them. But I would say up until two years ago, they were the team that was like, if anybody's winning anything, it's the Cubs. Now, 2018, the Bears, that was, they're going to win a Super Bowl. Forget 1985, we're going to be talking about 2018. And unfortunately, it didn't happen. Now, I've, I've talked to a few people. Before I get into my point of view on this, I talked to two specific people. One of them is uh, extremely close to me. He knows his sports. Um, and he, he wouldn't, um, how do I say this? He wouldn't show any bias in this discussion. So I want to play. Uh, I want to play that clip for you. And a, a bit ago, I sat down with another good buddy of mine, Max K. Um, he's uh, he lives in Green Bay now, so forgive him for that. Um, but I want to uh, I want to play those two clips because I think it's an interesting conversation to have. Is who's going to bring this fran- bring this city uh, a title next? And um, you could have many different answers. I don't think there is a wrong answer. So. Um, we're going to go ahead and play those clips, and then I'll make sure to uh, give you guys the platform to open up the phone lines again. Again, 815-714-9044. Um, do me a favor, though. Wait until these uh, these two little segments play, and then if you have any input, um, feel free to call in. So the first one I'll play, I sat down with Max, and um, I just asked him. You'll, you'll, you'll hear it. I just asked him, who's winning, who's winning a title first here in Chicago? And uh, he went in... He went in depth. So here's Max answering that question. Okay, Max, uh, I, I've i been going around uh, members of Chicago media and uh, just a couple couple friends, and uh, congratulations, you made the list. Um, I wanted to ask you, in your opinion, of the four major sports and five major sports teams, those being the Bears, Blackhawks, Cubs, White Sox, and Bulls here in Chicago, which of those do you think will win a title first? Okay, so first of all, I'm honored. Uh, second of all, especially since I, I don't even live in the state anymore. So, I mean, I, I must have a – I'm either really low on the list or I must have a lot of uh, pull back home. I don't know. You were just available. Uh, yeah. Um, so, really funny, actually. Um, kind of forgot about a fifth team. Uh, I was thinking about this question and, you know, writing some thoughts down. And <laughs> no, <then> you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> well, based off our past interactions, uh, I can see why you would think that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I had thought a couple of teams out and then I'm like, you said five. and I was like, wait, what, what, what? Totally forgot about the Chicago Bears. So I'll go to them last. <laughs> Ouch. Um, well, it's because you're a Steelers fan. Well, yeah, uh, but I use my I fa- my fandom in rationalizing some of this as well. So I think last 
on that list, I think it has to be the Bulls. Um, if you want to go, you know, five through one, uh, they they have no stability. They they first need to figure out a head coach and get a long term coach before you know we can even talk about them even making the playoffs right now. They need to hang on to a franchise player, and when they get one, hopefully he's not you know having career threatening injuries every other season. Um, that was a Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler reference. I think I get it. Yeah. So I don't know. I've seen rumors that Bill Self is potentially the Bulls' next coach. And to be honest, I don't know how Scandal hasn't, you know, ran him out of Lawrence, Kansas yet, but that's a totally different topic. <laughs> Rock chalk. Um, I don't know. Not sure if he's the guy, but I don't know. Uh, and then, so that brings us to, I guess, fourth. Um, right now, and it, it – really pains me to say this i had them third but i forgot about the bears um the blackhawks i love the way they built the team and obviously went on the cup runs i'm a penguins fan the hawks and the penguins are very similar franchises and how they are built through the draft and their trajectories over the past two decades have been very similar they're both very good at hanging around near the cap and still being productive the last couple of years i don't know what's going on with the front office with the blackhawks with scotty bowman a lot of people are saying this might be his last shot um this next upcoming season or potentially if they ever finish this one um i just don't know they want to go all in you know you're only going to have so many years of Kane and Tays left so you don't want to waste those opportunities. But then again, you need production around you. You can't just win with two guys, as we both know. Sure. So then I would probably say the Bears in at number three. Uh, I don't really have a great backup for that or, you know, evidence. Uh, their defense was still fantastic last year, even though there was a production drop-off from two years ago. Um, they just – you know, signing uh, Foles, it's going to be interesting, you know, to see if that'll either light a fire under Trubisky uh, to potentially win the starting job or they're just going to go in a different direction and, uh, you know, start with Nick Foles. I don't know. Um, then that brings me to the two baseball teams. So that is where I'm having the debate in my head. If you were to ask me, who could win a championship within the next five years? I would say the Cubs because they have probably one or two shots left of this. Uh, they're going to have to blow up that team. Eventually they're going to have to start paying guys, which every team eventually hits that wall. Uh, the Chicago White Sox, on the other hand, they've got a much younger team. The Cubs are the fourth oldest team. The White Sox, they're in the middle. They're about 14th, but their farm system is, almost twice as good as the Cubs. They've got a lot um, more talent down in the minor leagues than the Cubs. So I, I think my number one team would actually uh, be the White Sox to win the next title. So Max says White Sox. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off. 
I'm I'm not going to give my opinion. I'll let uh, I'll let Corey's clip play now. He was gracious enough to uh, to send me this recording. He didn't have enough time. He's a busy guy. He didn't have enough time to come on the come on the episode, come on the stream. So he sent me um, his thoughts. So this is uh, this is Corey's thoughts on who's winning a title first. Well, next here in Chicago. Josh, what's up, buddy? I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but uh, the next team to win a title here in the city of Chicago is not the Bulls, not the Bears, not the Blackhawks, and unfortunately not my Cubs, but the White Sox. And it kills me to say that. Not really. I'm not a White Sox hater. You know that. But um, they obviously have definitely the best future out of all the Chicago teams, obviously Cubs are kind of on the decline now. Um, they would really have to start turning things around. and Hopefully the Bears um, can at least be competitive. Um, who knows? I, obviously, we saw that <clears throat> um, USA Today prediction of like 3-13. and 13. I think they're going to win at least eight games, but I don't see them winning a Super Bowl within the next few years. Um, the Bulls, yeah, I don't even have to go over that. And the Hawks, I mean, I guess now that they are in the playing games for the for this um, new playoff format for this year, I guess they got a chance. But um, I, I highly doubt they win the Stanley Cup this year if there is one. I know the NHL is fully planning for it to for uh, them to start playing this format in the next few months that they came up with. Um, so yeah, it's it's got to be the White Sox. Um, hopefully not. Just kidding. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully for, for you and all the other um, White Sox fans that I know around the city, um, you guys deserve to see another um, winning winning team. And, um, I think I think you guys uh, definitely have the, the future ahead of you to, to do that within the next uh, three or five years. So, yeah, pains me to say that, but uh, best of luck to the White Sox and um, go Cubs. I knew he would throw that Go Cubs in there. That's the first time I heard the Yannick. Uh, so, yeah, that we have two answers to be the Chicago White Sox, bringing back a title to the city of Chicago uh, next. Now, that's an interesting answer because of what's going on. So if you'd like to input your thoughts, 815-714-9044, open phone line for you, and uh, you'll be on the stream. Um here, this is an interesting conversation, and I, I know I've said that a few times, but I really think that it's it's an undervalued topic, especially because of what's going on. If you said the White Sox are starting a full season, everybody's starting full seasons. It's got to be the White Sox. For me, it's got to be the White Sox. There's a ton of hype around them. They have a ton of young talent. They've bolstered that, that starting uh, rotation and Gio Gonzalez, which I think is an underrated signing. Dallas Keuchel, figuring out right field and Omar Mazzara. I don't know how you couldn't say the White Sox if you were being really, really honest with yourself. The Cubs, on the other hand, I think they just had a bad year last year. I think that's just what it was. I'm not going to sit here and say that they are going to be the first team to, to bring back a World Series or to bring back a title. But I was just in the camp of that they had a bad year. I mean, the talent is still there. It's not like all of these players had drop-offs. I think Chris Bryant had 30 or 31 home runs last season, and people said he had a down year. So, 
I just I don't really know where where people. Uh, I think reassessing the Cubs is is where that they should go now. Now the future of the Cubs is a much different conversation, but the Cubs now, I think they'll be okay. When you look at the Blackhawks, you have a what second or third year coach now in Jeremy Colladin, who isn't very fiery for me. I don't know how he is behind closed doors, obviously, but he just doesn't show enough. He doesn't show enough stones. In my opinion, he's a very monotone guy in in the media, and uh, I think I think the media was spoon feeding him. By the way, uh, he shows up on Twitter. He took his tooth out, grew a mustache. I mean, this guy. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. People thought it was hilarious. I, I'm just. Um, I just don't know. I'm not a fan of Jeremy Colladin, so maybe that's why I don't like it. But. Some people do, trying to go after the uh, Coach Q stash, which can never be topped, by the way. But when you look at the Blackhawks, you have a a team that, um, as I said before, could go either way. If they wanted to, they could rebuild. If they wanted to, they could try and add pieces. You'd have to move some pieces, but uh, add some more value and try and make a run. But Taves and Kane aren't getting any younger. Duncan Keith is an Ironman. He might play till he's 60. Corey Crawford, you have no idea what's going on with him, um, especially you know coming into his free agent year. You traded Robin Leonard, so some uncertainty. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you can uh, w- with the pandemic and with the 2014 playoff. Different story. Blackhawks were pretty much built for it. Duncan Keith, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, Corey Crawford, that core knows how to win in the playoffs. They know how to play in pressure situations, and the entire 2014 playoff is a pressure situation. Now, how far could they go? I don't know. No idea. I'm not going to sit here and say they can win the Stanley Cup, but I think that they make it past the first round. I think the Edmonton matchup is good for them. But we'll see. We'll see how the training camp situation goes what the timeline is there, everything else. We'll wait until that unfolds. When you look at the Bears, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, the the defense is amazing, and they just need to play average football on the, on the offensive side. I agree. I agree with that. I don't think the Bears need a, a, a top-five offense to win a Super Bowl. I know it's old-fashioned in a passing league, in an offensive-heavy league, but defense still wins championships. It's like in baseball. Pitching wins championships. And you could you could tell me until you're blue in the face that the defense can win every single game, but that's just not true. That's not true in any sport. Defense maintaining a high quality of of play is what wins you championships. There are going to be times where the defense was good but not good enough. Saw that last year. Defense was always good. Always. But at certain times, you're like, what is going on? The prevent defense in the fourth quarter, you know what that does? Prevents you uh, from winning. Pretty sure Pat McAfee said that. But... I think 
this question of who brings back a title to Chicago has changed because of the pandemic. The White Sox lose a year of Yasmani Grandal. They lose a year of Steve Ciszek, which was a one-year deal. It benefits them with Michael Kopech, Carlos Rodon, guys like that that are coming back from injury. That's a good thing. James McCann, Zach Collins, these younger guys, not saying that they aren't going to come back ready to play, but you're losing their contract. Like, you're you're losing that time. So it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation to have. I think baseball... I think baseball, you can you can look at it from multiple different angles, and uh, I know I've talked about that in, in multiple streams as well that they need to uh, they need to get it together. So when you look at the Bulls, it's just like I'm not expecting anything. I'm not. We're at zero. We've hit rock bottom, and then some. Now it's time for AK and Mark Eversley to pick it back up and start building uh, building up again. What are the building blocks going to be? Who knows? It started in the front office and the scouting department. But I don't think anyone can sit here and say the Bulls are going to be the first team to uh, bring back a title. I know that I know. I said earlier there's no wrong answers, but that is the probably least popular answer. So they gave lists. Well, Max gave a list. I'm going to give a list. And this is based on the pandemic. This is based on current day situations. Number five is the Bulls. I've covered that. We'll move on. Number four, I'm going to sit here and tell you right now that number four on my list, and I'm stalling, you can tell, number four is probably for me, probably the Cubs. And some might go, oh, really? I say the Cubs because there's a lot that they need to figure out. Contract-wise, pitching-wise, I mean, they're not the youngest team in the league anymore. They picked up, uh, they picked up Steven Souza, and they they were, you know, people were like, okay, seriously, they don't have any money. They need to move players off the books, and this pandemic doesn't help. So the Cubs are number four for me, for many of those reasons. Number three, um. Number three, I'm going with the Blackhawks. And some people might say they got to be higher, they got to be lower. But when you look at the roster and you're like, this team, this team is not playing well. The Blackhawks are not good. They're not good. Any any Blackhawks fan who sits here and goes, the Blackhawks are great. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you haven't watched a game. They beat themselves. Turn pucks over at wrong times. The system is flawed. And so on. So the Blackhawks are number three for me. Uh, I think if you switch things up a little bit, get a different coach in there, different story. I'm just going to leave it at that. 815-714-9044 if you want to uh, give your input in this conversation. Again, 815-714-9044. Number two. Number two, I'm going to go White Sox. That hurts. That hurts. Because I was in the hype. I was in the hype going uh, surrounding the White Sox. I was in the camp of, 
look, win 85 games, win 80 to 85 games, and I'm happy. Uh, let's wait for Rodon to come back. Let's wait for Kopech to go back, and that, that rotation is amazing. You still have uh, Alex Colome on the back end of the bullpen. Calvin Herrera, um, healthy, is a great reliever. Aaron Bummer is amazing. And so on. Like, I mean, Yohan Moncada had an amazing year. Tim Anderson trying to uh, defend his batting title. Eloy, I mean, the list goes on of these young guys that are so fun to watch. And watching spring training, I feel like they just believed. And it sounds really cliche, but they believed in winning a title. They believed that they were going to be an amazing team, and that's half the battle. That is half the battle. Is Ricky Renteria the manager of the future? Eh, that's another conversation. Uh, I think this would have been his first time to be like, hey, I have a great team. Let me show everybody that I can be a great manager. Because if you think of him, he's with the Cubs, and it's like, oh, okay. And then he comes over to the White Sox and consistently, consistently loses. And now he gets a handful of amazing players, and then the pandemic hits. So I, I want to see. I, I'm intrigued to see what Ricky Renteria does uh, with the lineup. And, and with days off and strategically going throughout the season. Um, but I think the pandemic hurt the White Sox because now they have to re-gear. They have to, like, they have to re-hype themselves. Now, a shortened season, in my opinion, benefits them because they're younger. It's more fast-paced. These games are more intense. Their bodies can handle it. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if they're going to. I don't know how they're going to come back and fully grasp the situation. It's how you start. And White Sox past haven't started great. So they're number two for me. And number one, which is, again, debatable, I don't think there's a wrong list, but is the Chicago Bears. And here's why I say this. Now, I know the Bears need offensive line help. I know they need wide receiver help. And the tight end situation is an absolute joke. They have 10 or 11 tight ends on their roster, and they drafted one. Uh, which makes it 11. Now, I get it. It looks really bad. Ryan Pace is a bozo. Uh, Matt Nagy seems to be a people pleaser at most times, uh, although he does push back in the media a little bit. I think he's just a positive guy. I I, I suppose I should take back that, that statement of he's just a people pleaser. I think he's just a positive dude, which is good. Um... But the uncertainty at quarterback is an issue. Everything starts at quarterback. And I think the running back is there. I have a ton of faith in David Montgomery. I think he is um, I think he is on track to be an amazing running back in the NFL. He had close to a thousand yards last season with the, with a terrible offensive line. I mean terrible. And by the way, the Bears were down at, at most times. It calls for passing. Like, can you imagine if the Bears had multiple chances to just eat up clock and they just hand the ball off to Montgomery and just eats up yards? He would have been a thousand-yard rusher, no doubt. A wide receiver, you have Allen Robinson, and then I've always went back and forth with people about Anthony Miller. I'd love to see Riley Ridley get a chance. He got a chance at the end of last year, a little shaky. Uh, I'd like to get him some some consistency. Ted Ginn, that acquisition is is intriguing to me. Um, Tariq Cohen's your gadget guy. I just, I don't know. It's, it's going to be weird. But here's my point. The defense can win you four or five games. 
I don't want I don't even want to say eight games because you know last year you, you had Washington and New York and then Detroit twice so that's a that's kind of a uh, situation. If the defense wins you four or five games, the offense needs to win you five to seven games. If they can figure out the quarterback position and play average football, and I'm not talking like, you know, I'm not talking put up 10 points and be good. I'm talking put up like 20, 17, like, I don't know, I don't even know, 20 to 35 points a game, and you're you're going to win 12 games. With that defense, you're going to win 12 games. So it's just, it's so simple. And I mentioned before, that's why it's so frustrating to be a Bears fan right now is because they are so close. They're this close to being successful and, and going far in the playoffs. Now, another factor in this conversation is, well, wait a second. You're looking at these teams specifically, but you got to look at the other teams in the league. You got to look at the Chiefs in the AFC. You got to look at Indianapolis. Who knows what they're going to do? Miami, Buffalo. You got to look at all that. Pittsburgh. They're getting Roethlisberger back. You got to take a take a chill pill. The Bears are winning a Super Bowl. You got to look at the AFC. Great point. Can they make it past the Saints in the NFC? Can they make it past San Francisco, Seattle? Who knows? But the way their their team is built, they're built to win right. Now, it is now or never for Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy and that personnel. So I'm basing this off of it's put up or shut up, and they got to put up. They got to let their boys hang. They got to go win. And they're very close. Who knows what that offensive line is going to look like? They have a lot of confidence in the new offensive line coach. They made some some new acquisitions to to put on the offensive line, so who knows how those things will go. But I just think that the Bears are in the best position to go win a title. Now you could say the White Sox. I'll go back to number two. The White Sox, on the other hand, you have okay, you have New York, you have uh, the Angels that made some some good acquisitions. You have Houston. You have Minnesota, but other than that, I mean, do you really have a ton of competition in in the American League? Do you, aside from a handful of teams? And then in the NL, you got the Dodgers, an absolute wagon, a squad, wagon's a hockey term. You have the Nationals, so and you have the you have the Cardinals, the Brewers. So who knows? And back to the American League, you have Tampa Bay Rays. Let's not forget about them. I just don't know if the White Sox are ready to do this in the next two years. I think there's going to be a little bit more development, a little more pieces that come into play. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I really do think that they're going to make the playoffs, and, and they may make a big run, a deep run in the playoffs. That might be a possibility. I hope so. I just don't know if they're there quite yet to win a World Series. Now, the Bears, the playoffs are a totally different story. That defense is built for the playoffs. They added uh, Jalen Johnson. And if Cole Komet can really uh, can help that tight end position along with uh, Shmimmy Shmam, then 
they'll be in good shape. So I just think the again, I think the Bears are in the best position, and um, that's uh, I I gotta stick with that until this pandemic stuff fig- gets figured out, and maybe we can have this conversation again. But before I wrap up this stream, I want to give you guys one more chance. Uh, I'll give you a couple minutes to call in and give your thoughts if you uh, feel so inclined. 815-714-9044. 815-714-9044. And while I give you that opportunity, I have to let you know, of course, if you miss any of these streams, they are available on Spotify, Apple, Google Play. I mean, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Josh USN and uh, you will uh, find the podcast. Every single one of these streams, every single one of them. If you uh, don't follow me on Twitter yet, at Josh BUSN, uh, I stream there on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 o'clock Central Time. Usually have guests on there. We have great, we have an unbelievable time. And uh, also, Dose of OJ. Listen, I have a lot of fun streaming here. I have a lot of fun uh, streaming on Twitter. But I have never had more fun than doing Dose of OJ with Owen Watterson at Owen underscore Watterson on Twitter. We talk about sports. We talk about life. We talked like 20 minutes the other day about fast food. It's just a blast. So if you're looking for just a a fun podcast of two guys just going back and forth and BSing, Dose of OJ um, on Spotify. Not on Apple yet. Waiting for that to to come through. But uh, nonetheless, a a really, really good time. And uh, again, I enjoy it. So I, I... I'd like to think that you would too. Um, so it doesn't look like we have uh, we have anybody interested in sharing their thoughts, which is totally okay. This line is always open for you guys. Um, so go ahead and save that number, 815-714-9044, 815-714-9044. If anything happens over the weekend, we will talk about it on Monday right back here on Sportscaster. As always, I appreciate you so much. Um, I'm doing a giveaway at the end of June. So if you're still here, uh, you got the little nugget. So I, I hope you uh, I hope you appreciate that that uh, that little piece of information. But uh, again, we will talk to you guys on Monday. I appreciate the follow here on Sportscaster. I think I was just under sixty followers. So if somebody could get me there, it'd be amazing. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for sending the ticks and and the the foam fingers and things like that. I I always miss those, so I apologize. Um, but I always go back and see who. Uh, who sent those and and who commented and things like that. So again, I appreciate you. I'll say it a million times and I'll say it a million times again. Uh, We will talk to you guys on Monday with with more sports stuff. Hopefully something happens and uh, we aren't dying for uh, for more sports talk. So again, if you missed this ever, check it out on Spotify, Apple, and we'll talk to you guys on Monday.